0: Howdy folks, Cormac Walsh here from Bass Fishing Ireland and you're very welcome to the Lure Fishing Podcast. In this episode, I have a chat with Cal Gleeson. Cal is famous for his YouTube channel, Fishing with Cal, and I'm really happy to have been able to catch up with him for a chat. Cal talks everything from bass fishing, ras fishing and catching squid. A really interesting chat. I was always fascinated about the guys fishing in Guernsey and the Channel Islands. They always seem to catch more fish than us and all year round too. So I was really interested to chat with Cal about this. So that's it. I really hope you enjoyed this one, folks. Okay, Carl, great to talk to you. I mean, I've been watching your videos for years and uh, finally get a chance to have a chat with you. How have you been?
1: Yeah, I'm good, thanks.
0: Thanks for having me on.
1: Um, yeah, it's been, uh, been all right recently. not done too much fishing, but... Uh, I've really got a few things planned for the future so yeah looking forward to the year ahead
0: good stuff and tell me how was last year for you fishing wise um yeah last year
1: was pretty good i thought and um, well i thought we had quite a, quite a good summer over here there was, was a lot of fish around um, so pretty much every mark you went to nine times out of ten you were catching which was good um but yeah, I mean, it's it's a lot of fun fishing throughout the summer over here because, like I say, we get quite a lot of bass.
0: Yeah, yeah. And
1: during the summer, you know, mostly it's smaller sort of schoolies or anything up to three, four pounds. But, um, yeah, there was certainly quite a lot around. And then going into the back end of the year as well was really, like, really good up until December. Um, and even now, um, January, February, it's not been too bad. There still seems to be quite a few fish about.
0: Yeah, I, we always kind of over here, we're always jealous of um, you guys out in the Channel Islands there. And you're in Guernsey, is that right?
1: Yeah, in Guernsey, yeah. yeah
0: we're always kind of jealous because you always seem to be getting bass throughout the winter. Um, is that yeah. the case there or why is the story with that?
1: Well, I mean, I don't really know. I mean, we, we, we get them all year round. So you can lure fish for bass all year round in Guernsey. Um why we tend to get them and places in the UK don't. I mean, I'm not too too sure. Um, we're we're quite blessed over here with water clarity. Like our, our water clarity is excellent. I mean, I went out yesterday and okay, it is very settled at the moment, but the water is literally crystal clear. Um, so you know, uh, throwing a lure into the sea is not a problem whatsoever. You don't have to worry about the fish not being able to see it or anything like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that's interesting. And I suppose, like, obviously, you're you're further south, you know, and yeah. that must help. I don't know what, what the water temperature is like at the moment there, but I'm sure it's a little bit warmer than what we have. Um, I'm sure that helps.
1: Yeah, yeah, it probably does. I mean, at the moment, it's 10.4 degrees. Um, so, yeah, it's not below 10. It, but really, it doesn't really dip much below 10 in the winter anyway.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That'd be a big factor, I'd imagine
1: yeah yeah so yeah yeah really fortunate
0: yeah that's good and tell me have you got got out much so far this year i see you had you had a couple of decent sessions december last year um have you been out much january
1: um i went out i think two or three times in january the first session i had was pretty good managed to hook into a few bats. um and yeah i went out i think a few weeks later I've, i've only been out twice so far um well, I say so far this month, it's only the sixth today, but uh yeah, I was a bit ill last week, so I was uh, written off last week and I popped out last night just for an hour or so. Um but I've seen a lot of the guys I know over here, they've been out, they've been catching plenty of bass, so
0: they're okay. definitely still there to be caught. Yeah, that's a good sign anyway, yeah. Yeah. And uh what kind of uh what I see at the moment actually recently I see you're kind of you're using the Samson lures and uh, the Samson longer rod. Is that correct? Tell us a bit about that.
1: Yeah, the Samson lures have been using for quite a while now. Um, I really, really like them. I think they're excellent, um, especially the new shads. I don't know if you've seen them. They the, the latest one they bought out.
0: Yes, I have, yeah.
1: Yeah, they're really, really good. They've got an excellent action on them. Um, be cast an absolute mile and what I like about them is they're just really versatile so you can let them sink sort of three or four foot and just sort of you know pop them through the water column or you can work them sort of subsurface just six inches below the surface you can splash them about on the surface if you want so yeah I really like those loads and um, the rod I've used a few times yeah I've not used it in a, in a little while um, but yeah i managed to get my hands on one of them and it's quite interested to try it now obviously you know the conditions that grant fishes in in portugal with that rod makes it ideal for that style of fishing
0: yeah over here you
1: know a lot of people are saying guys a bit overkill which to be fair it is you know you need a heavy 12 foot rod no not really but i was just interested to use it and my my plan was to take it away with me later on this
0: yeah, you say that the long rod and whatnot and we kind of, I suppose, the lure fishing, I got into lure fishing to get away from kind of the heavier gear that I used to use for beach cast and stuff. But, but the reality is yeah. there is some situations where, you know, a long rod is can be very useful, um, you know, especially if you are want to fire a lure out uh, in pretty, you know, pretty fresh conditions or um you know if you know if you're using maybe big kind of big surface lures i've kind of dabbled with that as well and it's it's in, it's good to have uh, a big rod that can actually handle those kind of lures and those kind of conditions
1: yeah definitely yeah i mean yeah for sure if, you, if you're if you fishing those conditions then it's definitely worth having something like that um because yeah you can see the benefits of it i mean Doing the style of fishing we do, you know, obviously you don't need to cast miles and miles of the time. The fish are very close in and the takes are close in and, you know, the lures we use are a lot lighter, so more finesse and you want more feel through the rod. Yeah, you yeah. Obviously use, you know, a bit long, heavy rod for, for that style. But yeah, there's definitely certain situations where it can come in handy.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And tell us more about that Samson Shad then. Is it, is it a sinking lure or what? How do you work it? Hey.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is a sinking lure. Um, I think, well, I'm 90% sure that all of the Samson lures are sinking, um, sinking lures. Right. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I use the ones, anything from 20 grams to 35 grams. So if it's a really windy day, I'll put a 35 gram one on. And if it's, you know, flat calm, I use a 20 or 25 gram. And, yeah, I just, I literally just cast them out. I let them sink about a foot or so, and then I just sort of, just sort of pop it through the water um, you know almost like jigging it sort yeah. of but after a moves it moves in a very erratic zigzag um, motion and then stops and then you know you pull it again and it moves again so it's got a really really nice action to it
0: so you're like your kind of twitch kind of twitch pause kind of a thing jerk pause kind of a yeah, yeah. retrieve yeah. yeah yeah exactly that yeah very good yeah yeah it seems to be seems to be doing the job with you are right um are you doing, I noticed as well, some of your videos, you kind of you kind of like a bit of night fishing as well on the lures.
1: Yeah, I do a bit of night fishing. You know, I wouldn't go as far as saying I like it. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, if I'm completely honest, I only ever really tend to fish in the night on a full beam. Right, because okay. Because I'm, I'm one of those guys who can't stand not being able to see what I'm doing.
0: <laughs> okay I see yeah yeah interesting yeah. so as much
1: as I I, you know I do enjoy fishing at night but if I could choose I'd go in daylight all day long
0: yeah um, yeah you're probably lucky because you can you know you're you're going to get fish in the daylight there a lot of the time yeah
1: yeah yeah um but yeah I mean obviously when you know we've got a lot longer nights now the days are a lot shorter so sometimes you have no choice but to go out in the nights you've been at work all day um so, yeah, I mean, I'd still like to go out. Um, I always feel you get that, you get more of a sense of hooking into something better during the night. Um, you know, I don't really know if it does make any difference whether the bass, you know, a lot of big bass get caught in daylight. So, I don't know. But, uh,
0: yeah, yeah, true. I certainly
1: feel like you're in with a bit more of a chance for a better fish
0: yeah yeah it's yeah look at it it's it's hard to know i mean you know night fishing you as you say you can get some really big fish during the day and and at night time like so i don't think it i don't think i don't think it gives you a better chance of getting a bigger fish at night um i just think it's it's i suppose it's good to have the option to be able to fish at night as well on some marks yeah yeah I know it's yeah. your, your, uh, you were the kind of first person uh, a few years ago that I started watching the videos because there was nothing, there was nobody around or nothing around like it. And uh, I remember watching your videos and uh, just soaking it all up like and couldn't, uh, couldn't get enough of it. How have you, find, how have you found um, keeping the videos going? Because you, you post quite often there and you've, like, you've over 6,000 subscribers there and you've lots of videos. Um, how has that been for you?
1: Yeah, I mean, um, it just, you know, it started off just by, I used to obviously write everything down, write my catches and conditions and everything like that down, which lures I was using and spots all of that. And then I decided to get a GoPro and I thought, well, I'm just going to film it instead of having to write it all down and just film it for myself. And then, uh, yeah, I don't really know what, like, the reason why I decided to upload it to YouTube, but I... I went that way and then just carried on sort of doing it. And obviously, the more you upload, the more sort of, I suppose, confident you get in it and the more interested you get in, uh, in it, is in, like editing the videos and everything like that. And it just all kind of kind of came from there. So, yeah, now it's kind of just, I don't know, I've kind of got used to just always having a camera on me when I'm out fishing. Um, yeah. And it, some, sometimes it feels weird when I don't have a camera with me, you know.
0: Right, yeah, yeah. And how did you well, find, no. like, I mean, the problem here with, with me, I suppose, I, I kind of dabbled a bit making a few videos, but the reality is um, it was impossible for me to kind of make some videos without giving away marks. Marks, So yeah. how do you deal with that end of it?
1: Well, when I first started doing them, a lot of it was, like, you know, the camera facing down. And
0: yeah, the yeah.
1: Possible and everything like that. And then after a few years, I thought to myself, you know, if I look through all the marks which I fish over here, and bear in mind, Guernsey is a very small island, so every every person who is into fishing over here, and especially bass fishing, knows every single bass mark.
0: True, true, yeah, that's a good and point. And so,
1: therefore, I thought to myself, well, there's ones which, you know, they're kind of popular. They're popular with everybody, so I'm not too fussed about People going into those marks, or you know, people fishing them. Yeah. And There are there are a lot of a lot of places over here which I've never even taken a camera to, you know, because I know that some of the hardcore bass guys over here like to fish those marks, and yeah, yeah. You, know, you don't you don't want loads of people turning up um, and everything like that. But like I said, we are a small island, so uh, the ratio of fishermen over here compared to Ireland or the UK is probably minute you know so yeah it's not as if you've got hundreds of anglers turning up to a mark um once,
0: yeah good point know, and, you and as you said a lot of the guys over there they, they know they know all the marks anyway like i mean um so you're not kind of compromising anything really that much um
1: no no and there's also the aspect of you can't just turn up there and catch fish you know, a, a, an amateur angler could turn up to a mark where they've seen me in
0: a video, but if you're not there at the right time, or the right tide, you know. Yeah, I say I say yeah, that know, to guys. Yeah, I I say that to people a lot, and you know, it's I call it putting it all together. So as I say, you know, you can you can know where you have to go, but um, but to be able to put everything together to actually catch the fish at that location, it takes a bit more, doesn't it? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: You know, to like you know tide times and time of the day and everything you know putting it all together and what lure to be using and to actually you know to actually have a good session like it takes you know it's not it's not just a matter of rocking up and uh, catching a few fish like
1: no no definitely not yeah there's more to it than
0: that yeah yeah um i see you did some of them um, catch and cook videos as well how did they how did they go for you
1: Oh, yeah. I do the odd catch and cook video, yeah. And some of the people who watch the channel like them. I mean, I don't think they're for everyone, but yeah. I, I really enjoy doing them. I mean, I've a you know, living out of cooking since I left school, so I enjoy doing all that stuff anyway. And so, yeah, when I've got the odd opportunity or I catch something nice, um, every now and then I'll keep it and I'll do a little cook-up after.
0: Yeah, yeah. I suppose it makes it a bit more interesting for yourself as well, something different.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think
1: also as well, I think people get put off by, you know, preparing fish and cooking it. They get worried about overcooking it or undercooking it or how to fill it. Here. So I think it's just useful once you show someone how easy it is, you know.
0: Yeah, it really is. Like fish really is there. Like it is the original kind of uh, fast food, you know, like you can cook, cook, it a fish in minutes, like really. In minutes, yeah. So what kind of what kind of setup are you using at the minute Cal, as, as in regards rod and reel and kind of braid and stuff
1: a pretty pricey rod so um,
0: yeah I'm going to have a little look
1: around and and uh, and see what's out there really I mean if you've got any suggestions then let me know
0: yeah yeah sure I will um, I sure will and look, what reel oh yes you, so you mentioned the reel did you uh,
1: the reel I've, well I've um, been using a Fanford 4000HG for a while
0: right how are you finding I, that
1: I, I love it absolutely love that reel um, from the moment that I took it out of the box and the first time I used it, I thought to myself, why the hell haven't I bought one of these before? Uh, yeah, I really, really like it. It's super, super smooth. Really like just a nice responsive reel. And it's so easy to use um, and just feels really comfortable. And it's on on that rod as well. Um, you know, whenever I'm out with other angles, I say, here, hold my rod. And they can't believe the weight of it. Just so lightweight, and I I love that about it. Yeah, and, yeah,
0: so light and, and well balanced.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, but I actually took that off the other day and I put a twin power on. Okay, um,
0: okay, yeah.
1: But it's it's big a bigger size. It's a five thousand because I bought it to put on the Samsung rod right. for when I go away later in the year. However, when it arrived, I realised just how small it was.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah.
1: Yeah, so I had it next to a Slammer. I had it next to a Vanford four thousand and a slammer 3500. And the slammer was bigger in size than the, the twin, twin power, power five thousand.
0: Right. Yeah,
1: okay. So I put it put it on my lure rod just to have a have a feel for it. And yeah, so far that feels like a nice move as well.
0: Very good. And tell me what brake and strain or braid are you using?
1: Um, I was using the diamond J Braze. The 8-strand, £26, recently I've been using um, a braid which was given to me by Grant, so it's made by Samson Fishing, but it's oh. not on the market yet.
0: Very good. Um,
1: yeah, so he gave me two different versions of it. They're both £20. Um, they're just slightly different diameter. One's mm-hmm. got a really high knot strength, um, he was telling me, and the other one, yeah, it was like a thinner, a thinner version of £20. So yeah, they're both really nice as well.
0: Very good, yeah, and nice to have a few options there. Yeah, I know as you fish, your most of your marks or a lot, quite a lot of your marks, you're you're fishing off the rocks, um, quite a lot of the time. Um, yeah. Do you have do you have kind of sandy beaches there, or do you have any estuary marks, or is it always off the rocks? Oh, there's uh,
1: nothing like estuaries over here, no. So it's all basic. Yeah, I mean we have some sandy beaches, um, but yeah, most of the marks I fish are fishing rock marks. Um, to be honest, I mean, I'll fish. I'll throw some lures straight off the beach during nighttime time, um, and you can pick up the bass over the sand on there. But yeah, 95% of the marks are sort of yeah rock marks and reefs that become exposed once the water goes down, etc.
0: I suppose that's why you that's why you said. Um at the start there that you know a lot of the time you get some really good clarity in the water because you don't have those sandy beaches silting things up you have the rocky coastline and the weather settles quicker there and giving you much better clarity in the water yeah
1: yeah yeah um yeah but we yeah we didn't have anything like estuaries in here or anything like that yeah but,
0: yeah. yeah and here what like, say say if you're going to your one of your favorite kind of rock marks in the morning what uh? What kind of lures are you gonna chuck out? Like, what Which way are you gonna approach it?
1: Um, well, I suppose it depends time of year and which sort of mark, really. I mean, if it was summertime, it would for me. The surface lure is the first lure that goes on. Yeah. Um, on on most marks, really. Even the you know the slightly deeper water marks, I would probably still use the surface lure to start with.
0: Um, uh, and which which kind of surface lures? Would you would you use?
1: Um, I mean, I'm a massive fan of obviously the Pachinko, it's 125, yeah. I really like. Um, anything, yeah, any Pachinko, 125, 140, anything in a natural looking colour, like the Ghost, ghost Lancome I mean, or the Holiday uh, or the 500G. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, it's a great lure as well, yeah.
1: Um, anything like that, or obviously some of the Samsung Lows, um, the Bomb or the Samsung Shad or the Enticer. I also like a whiplash, spitting wire. Yeah, another great uh, lure. Yeah. I could, what's my I've got a new one I hadn't actually used. So I think it's quite an old lure, the Chuck Bug.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Cool. That's a really blast from the past. Yeah.
1: Um, so i got one of those this year, which I was using. And then the Super Spook as well.
0: Oh, the Spook, yeah. Yeah, another good lure. Yeah,
1: which that, that lure I really like, actually. It sits nice and flat in the water. So um, Yeah.
0: And what, what kind of way, what, how do you work those service lures? Are you working with different ways? Are you kind of a fast retriever or do you do slow or is there anything that kind of works in particular for you?
1: Um, I, well, I'd say I mix it up, really. Sometimes I, I'd work them, you know, not fast, but fairly fairly quickly. And then other times, yeah, just sort of, you know, that slow, sort of erratic sort of injured bait fish. And then, but I like to leave them with long pauses sometimes. I mean, I know some people don't; they like to keep it moving constantly. But I like to just leave it moving sometimes because obviously over here we have big tides, so every murky fish you have a lot of tide flow that runs through. So when you just stop the lure, while the surface low in the water, it's still moving.
0: Oh yeah, you can hold it against yeah, the a tide and mark it against the tide as such. Yeah, yeah.
1: And a lot of the time, you will find that that's when the fish hit it. So yeah i'll mix
0: it up really yeah very good people you know some some guys are kind of you know reluctant to kind of stop it feel uncomfortable stopping the lure the feel you have to keep it moving but but you don't
1: no no i no, definitely not. yeah
0: yeah it's great i can you can't beat a bit of a bit of top water it really is kind of the most exciting way i find anyway to kind of fish bass it's you have everything, like you have the visual, you know, you have the sound and the feel of it. You know, it's it's uh, so exciting, isn't it?
1: Yeah, definitely. I'm, I agree 100%. It's by far my favourite way to fish for me. I yeah. really, really like it. Not just for takes, but also as well, you don't lose any lures because you never get the
0: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's a <laughs> so good, good point as well. Fun. Yeah, yeah, you kind of, yeah. you tend to not lose your surface lures last yeah. year, one one service floor should last you the season like
1: yeah yeah <laughs> unless it pings off mid cast.
0: yeah yeah I which, which, which has mid-car. happened yeah and you use a yeah. leader cal uh
1: yeah i use a leader yeah i use 20 pounds uh floral just about three foot three foot um of leader
0: yeah yeah same as i use a kind of a short leader I don't know why, really, sometimes, but I, I think I, I'm just more comfortable using it, I think, mainly for a bit of abrasion resistance, you know, around rocks and stuff. I think it just does help. Uh, if, it, yeah. if the bass takes it down the weeds or around a rock, it'll, you know, the fluoro or the leader will take a bit of, you know, it'll take a bit of rubbing, like, would you agree? Yeah.
1: Yeah, oh, definitely. That, that's the main reason I use it, just to have that confidence of, you know, like you said, if a fish swims down as well, and swims into kelp or something, I'd rather know that it's a, uh, you know, a mono or fluor leader rubbing against that weed
0: than than my
1: braid. <laughs>
0: yeah, 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 definitely.
1: Um, yeah, yeah, and it just gives that little bit of stretch as well, you know, a little bit of extra give, I suppose, when a when a fish takes or, you know, you're pulling out of a snag or something like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, fine. It's nice to have it when you're playing a a, a decent fish, maybe, you know, that little bit of. Just a little bit of give like cause the braid is, it's it's uh, you know it's very tight like there's no giving it whatsoever and you know you could yeah. you could pull pull a hook or or you know make make the hole in the mouth a bit wider in the fish like and risk the lure pinging out yeah yeah and also if you know if you, if
1: you ever have to lift the fish out of water if you, if you don't have a net with you or anything just better to put your put your hand around you know not around the braid if you're wearing a glove or something like that, cut for it. Oh, get yeah, it, get
0: them on the leader. leader. Yeah, yeah. I see you kind of you. you get some nice ras over there as well, can You getting them on the lures too, yeah? Oh yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. get some really good grass fishing Yeah,
0: getting some whopper uh, wrasse there. I see in some of your videos. And um, what kind of what kind of lures are you using to target them?
1: Just any kind of soft plastic lure.
0: They're not um, fussy, like no.
1: Oh, no, not at all. No, not not at all. Um, you know, you can, you can literally use anything any type of soft plastic glue or little metal, even. Um, I mean, one way to get the massive wrath over here is just to literally cut a, a hardback crab in half, stick that on a hook, and just chuck it in the water, and they go
0: absolutely mad for it. Just like freelining, really, for it, yeah?
1: Yeah, yeah, they're really, really not fussy. Um, but yeah, so what I do is I'll, I'll keep my old bassloads and then I'll just cut them down into a little two-inch, you know, keep the paddles out, and cut that down to a little two-inch lower and then stick that on a, on a hook if I'm going RASing.
0: I Have a bit of fun with the rass, yeah. Yeah. It's great to have a bit of an option there. I see, I actually, well, some of the videos I enjoyed as well watching there were the ones where you were getting the squid.
1: Oh, the squid, yeah, yeah. You yeah. had yeah, some
0: good sport with them too, I see.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We
0: got some good squid fishing. And
1: this year wasn't as good, to be honest. And, um, yeah, there was a few about, um, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I've only been squid fishing in the last sort of three years, I think. Um, yeah. So yeah, but it's really, really easy to get into, and it is good fun. And obviously, when you know the other styles of fishing are a little quiet, it's good to have that option to go out and just, you know, stand on a pier. And, into a few squid and if you're lucky you can find some big ones
0: and when you hook a big one you really do know about it <laughs> yeah i actually i was fishing off the local pier here ah, a couple of weeks ago just you know fishing for herring and stuff and i had a little kind of a metal jig on the bottom of a trace of little sabikis you know and oh, yeah. i was bringing it back next minute i got this i got a pretty decent take and uh I was like, jeez, that that's, feels decent. and But it felt weird, you know. It, I kind of felt the fight felt a bit weird. I was like, this is strange. Yeah. So, there's something on this and it's pretty decent. And uh, I, I couldn't I couldn't understand it. But then I got it into the wall then and I uh, see it was a big squid. And uh, I was just pulling him up then onto the pier and he fell off, you know. But it was it was a big, big lump of squid. And I was like, jeez, I, I wasn't expecting that.
1: No. <laughs> yeah. yeah quite unusual when it just kind of gives lunges.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah.
1: You know, or, or it can just feel like dead weight sometimes. It just feels like it's just you know pulled the lure into some weeds. So, yeah.
0: yeah. And what kind of are you guess, kind of using a specific kind of squid jigs for them? Are you?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. If I'm going out to target them, I use I use squid jigs. Yeah. Um, some some of them have a rattling and some of them are silent. Some are small, some are bigger. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, you hook the odd one when you're out bassing when the squid are about. And so you can hook them on a, on a normal lure, but it's, it's a lot, lot more difficult.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, would you, I see guys before, like, to kind of shining lights uh, down in the water or anything. Um, like, is there any point in doing that or you just kind of find some deep water off a pier or something and, and tackle it from there?
1: Yeah, um, yeah you don't necessarily need the light i mean they are the reason for the light is to attract the bait fishing
0: all oh, right yeah yeah
1: the bait fish are attracted by the light and then so you'll see all the bait fish on the surface and then that brings squid in so oh, yeah yeah
0: gotcha yeah you,
1: you know you don't necessarily need the light. it does help if where your fishing is lit up a little bit but um yeah you don't necessarily need it i mean a lot of the squid chicks now have uv um you know, reflectors instead so of just shining your torch on them once you lures in the water that's going to be shining up anyway
0: True, yeah, yeah and here, going back to the bass kind of lures do you, like, are you a believer in kind of colour or do you think colour matters at all of the lures or does it just matter to the anglers? What do you reckon?
1: Um, Oh, I don't know I mean, it's hard to tell I, I like natural colours so I don't use anything which is like bright red, bright yellow I don't use any sort of mackerel. I know mackerel's a natural looking lure, but I never use a mackerel looking lure. You know, I tend to stick to sandal colours, browns, and anything that looks like a muller. Yeah. I'd say that the, the, the brightest lure I would use would be all like a solid white lure.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah.
1: But yeah, I mean, I know people use sort of pink and fluorescent.
0: Yeah, I had I, some, yeah. I'd some that kind
1: didn't of. And you know. I'm definitely not saying they don't work, but I suppose it all depends on. Yeah, have confidence in the lure yourself, don't you? So,
0: yeah, I tend to
1: stick to what I know, really.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, I like, I like natural colors myself, and but I did go through a period. and I still use it. Like, I have a, a it's a Western Sandy Andy Orange one, and I had some really good fishing on the orange, on the orange color. Right. Now I don't know if it was the color. I can't tell, but um, it just re- did really well on it. Like, and you know, it's not natural looking at all. So uh, it's just yeah. really, just so hard to know, isn't it? Does color matter yeah. at all? Like, I mean, oh, I think, I
1: think yeah, yeah, I mean, I think colors do matter. in the sense of when to use them, but I don't think that bass see color the way anything like the way we do. Yeah, I mean, if, if you're catching bass on a bright pink lure what on earth is in the water that's bright pink that that bass is going to think it looks like.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, you know, that's It's it not being like. pink,
1: is it? It's just going to be seeing a different shade of some form or another. That's, that's what I think anyway.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of more, I always kind of, uh, you know, I always kind of focus more on like vibration. I always kind of like, I like the, you know, I like shallow diving lures with a bit of vibration and rattling them, especially yeah. at night. I, I think that's a really, really effective
1: yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, or anything, yeah, like a, a paddle tail, softler, or something like that.
0: Yeah, wow. it's it's giving off those vibrations. Like, do you use much hardlores, Scal?
1: Hardlers, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I use more hardlers than softlers, I would say. Yeah, and
0: what would you use?
1: Um, well, I, I know you love it as well. I like a
0: Suzuki,
1: an a Suzuki. Oh,
0: yeah, um, yeah,
1: it's definitely up there, one of my favorites. Yeah, uh, yeah. Hardlers. Megabass Megabest Silk um, oh, oh
0: the hand Glide oh yes one. yeah yeah I like that one as well very good um, yeah the
1: Tackle House Feet Shallow used before the Duo type minnows I like as well
0: yeah yeah have all them in the box as well yeah. How, yeah how do you how do you like to work them I kind of and particularly at night I love a, like a dead slow retrieve like a, a lot of time I'm fishing in a bit of current as well and you're nearly letting it sit in the current and dead slow wobble, you know, and let the the current do the work.
1: Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, especially at night. I mean, if I'm using a Suzuki or something like that, then, yeah, I would just give a really, really slow, sort of steady retrieve. Um, You know, just a straight retrieve as well with nothing else to it.
0: Yeah, yeah. You can feel it working in the water, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, great, great lure. Um. When will will the fishing kind of pick up there, Carl? Will it kind of, same here, like around March, April kind of thing?
1: Yeah, that's probably when the main, um, you know, I suppose the main part of the year will kick off for for the bass over here. Um, I always, always always find April and May quite tough over here. Okay, Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's the same way you are, but I always find it's, quite hard work i always find that the water temperature is rising a little bit but it's still quite cold and you know you're not quite summer yet and you get the odd day where it's really really nice and you think it's going to be summer and the fishing is going to be amazing and then you go out and you get <laughs> you get schooled
0: yeah yeah may may yeah may, may, may and june actually can be quite slow over here um i found year last few years kind of maybe march and april we got a bit of a flurry um oh yeah and then come may june kind of slows down a bit and picks up again july august september and even the last few years you know into october november um have been kind of nearly the best but unfortunately last year the weather was so poor like from the middle of october to you know january really was a bit of a blowout here so um i don't know what was it like over with you yeah
1: i mean it was similar as well Really good fishing throughout the year and into the back end of the year, but then obviously you know we got hit by that bad weather as well. Um, but I suppose the fortunate thing we have over here with being on an island. I mean, I don't know how it is where you are. If, if you're getting say hammered by severe gales from the west, is all of your coastline on the west side, on the west side, so there's no nowhere else for you to go.
0: Yeah, kind of where I am, I'm down in Wexford on the southeast. So kind of like a point there, and you know, if it's anyway southerly, southwesterly, westerly, southeasterly, we kind of get battered from all angles. You know what I mean? But yeah. but there is options like you can go to like the east coast, or you could go say like West Cork or somewhere like that if you really want to travel to get some fishing. You know, um, yeah. But in general, if it's fresh here southerly anyway, southerly at all, you know, it's going we're going to get difficulty, but. We have the option of going up to the estuaries as well, so, you know, it's 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 not so oh, bad. Yeah. It's not so bad.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, well, I mean, over here, you know, obviously people get pounded by the westerlies, and we can always fish the east coast, because, you know, it's, it's 10 minutes away, <laughs> so it's not difficult to get to or anything. So even when it is howling, you can always find a little cove or a nice sheltered bit of bay or something where you can get a few casts away
0: definitely helps yeah yeah and as you said like the you know here when it blows here like the water just gets colored up and you could be waiting a week for it to settle even in the summer um yeah. so it's kind of it's kind of a problem as well like but you know you don't yeah, you yeah. don't have that problem there which is kind of nice yeah i mean no not really i mean
1: even on a big storm you know it'll be cloudy for sort of two days and then it will clear up again um and if that storm has been hitting one side of the island, nine times out of ten, you'll find the other side of the island's is pretty clear and, you know, completely fishable.
0: Yeah, yeah. How big is the island? Gal.
1: Um, it's not that big. I think it's twenty-four miles round.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's quite quite easy to navigate it. Like you know, you could probably oh
1: yeah
0: fish plenty of spots there during the day. Like.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, you can drive from
0: one side to the island
1: have
0: sort of 20 minutes i wonder often wonder did you ever get any uh, bream i know you got bream before the guild heads. did you ever get them on the lure
1: um I've, no not properly i've only fouled,
0: yeah yeah it's um, it's something i'd before. love to i'd love to get one on the lure i've got them out in the boat before on bait and stuff but i'd say they give a great scrap on a lure
1: yeah yeah oh definitely um I know a few people who have had the on lures over here. One of my friends, we were out on this boat in the summer. He was catching them on a savage gear seeker, um, just literally casting out, but then putting the rod in the rod holder and letting the lure just flutter down. The bream was hit, just hitting it.
0: Okay, that's um, great, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, and his rod was completely bent over. Um, I think actually recently, in the last sort of six weeks or so, someone had a white bream or a bass fishing over here.
0: Wow, that's pretty yeah. uh, pretty rare, isn't
1: it? Yeah, so I mean, a gilt head would be the, the, you know, the ultimate target on a lure because it's definitely doable. I mean, they catch them in Europe on lures, so yeah, yeah. it's gonna be done.
0: But as far
1: as I know, no one's had one on a lure over here before.
0: Yeah, like we get them in the estuaries here, and the guys come down and fish them on the bait pretty regularly, and they get some decent fishing and. You know, I'm always thinking right. for the amount of time, the amount of sessions I'm out in a year, I've never managed to to even kind of, you know, foul hook one or, or get the odd one. Now, ha- I have heard of the odd one being caught on lures, but you they obviously, they're not that kind of interested in in lures, or maybe they're just not, we're just not firing out the kind of type of lure that they might be interested in. But uh, yeah, uh,
1: I mean, Blackberry are very tiny males as well. You know, so a bachelor is going to be pretty big. For them, you'd imagine, you know, yeah, yeah, a very small metal, something like that, to to entice
0: one of them. Something small, yeah. Um, you said before I think that you get kind of good numbers of bass over there, but you know, to find a big one can be quite difficult.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, I certainly find it difficult.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, I suppose it's it's you know it it is hard no matter where you are to get a decent bass, but um, you have you have good numbers of, of bass there though, yeah.
1: I would say we do, yeah. I mean, you know, I would say we have very good numbers of bass over here. Um, The reasons why, I mean, I'm not too sure, but I mean, you know, somewhere like over here, which is slightly different to the UK and Ireland, is there's no limits over here. There's no, um, like a no-take.
0: Okay, there's no kind of conservation measures, no?
1: No, which, I mean, obviously if there was, I think, ninety percent of the anglers over here would be more than happy to to abide by that. But as far as it is, there's just a forty two centimetre um, size limit. And then obviously some of the boat there, like the boat regulations are different offshore and stuff. So, you know, so I get a lot of people ask me, think, sort of YouTube comments and stuff like that, they say, why on earth haven't we got this ban in place from December till March or whenever it is? And I said, you know, my is always the same. I think if it was in place, people would stick by it, but in my personal opinion, I don't see a reason for it over here. There's plenty of bass around, you know, in the summer you go out on the boats, there's thousands of them, you see them in the surface, I mean, it never really seems like there aren't fish here.
0: Um, yeah, yeah, it's, and I, I, think, I
1: know it helps obviously with, you know, preserving the bigger fish and everything like that, but the main guys over here who are fishing for a big bass are always going to throw it back. You know, they've got no intention of taking that fish home and eating
0: it. Yeah. Yeah, I I think, I think it's good. Like, I mean, you know, you probably see it yourself with, with anglers. Um, nowadays, like more and more guys are kind of throwing back the bigger fish and there's a bit more of a kind of, you know, attitude towards catch and release and, uh, you know, obviously, old, no problem with a, with somebody taking a bass, uh, you know, to to bring home and eat, like you know. But I think in general, we are we are very good at kind of promoting catch and release and practicing practicing it ourselves.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely, I would say so. And you know, I mean, we do it for a hobby, don't we? So you, you could be if, if you've got a week off work, you can spend every day fishing. So if you're catching bass every day
0: doesn't you of course you're not going to keep fish every day you don't need
1: them yeah
0: exactly yeah so yeah. we yeah, don't don't catch Don't, do don't it, yeah. Catch. Yeah, yeah we don't we don't go fishing to actually keep the fish you know as such like it's just for the sport as you said yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah well look at Carl we're just kind of coming up to time here now I really appreciate your the chat there which uh um as I said I've been watching your videos there since you started and uh you know, found them really interesting. You know, sometimes you couldn't, uh, can't get out fishing, and you stick on of your videos, and you're off out for a session. Like it's great. You know, really, <laughs> really enjoyed them. Like, um, so hopefully we'll see plenty more of you, and uh, really great to catch up with you. And um, we might get you on again, maybe later on in the year. See how things have been.
1: Yeah. Okay. That sounds great. I mean, yeah. Thanks very much for watching the videos. Coming from someone like you, it means a lot. So uh, yeah, I really appreciate that.
0: Okay, Cal, great to chat to you. Talk soon.
1: Okay, thanks very much, Paul.
0: What an interesting chat that was with Cal Gleeson. Really appreciate him coming on here and chatting to us about bass fishing. Uh, It's great to get a little insight into fishing in Guernsey and the Channel Islands. Um, Lots of information and useful knowledge passed on by Cal. And we hope to catch up with him again maybe later on the year and see how his season is going. If you enjoyed this, folks, again, I just ask you to share it um comment on Facebook or Instagram, uh, on Spotify, it's also on Apple as well. Um, really appreciate everybody listening and hopefully we just grow and grow the channel as we go on.